Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I will be your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 22nd of February and the 21st of Adar Aleph on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Vayakel, which means He Assembled. And today, we'll be reading the third Aliyah, or the third reading, which is Exodus 35, 30 through 36, 7. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then Moshe said to the sons of Israel, Behold, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Chul, of the tribe of Yehuda, and he has filled him with the Ruach of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of workmanship, and to make skillful works, to work in gold and in silver and in bronze, and in cutting of stones for setting, and in carving of wood, to work in all kinds of skillful workmanship. And he has put in his heart that he may teach both he and Oholiav, the son of Achisamach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with wisdom of heart to do all kinds of workmanship, of the engraver, of the skillful workman, and of a weaver, in blue, in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of those who do any workmanship, and of those who make skillful works. Bezalel and Oholiav shall work with every craftsman in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the work for the service of the sanctuary, according to all that the Lord has commanded. Moshe called Bezalel and Oholiav and every craftsman in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, even everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to the work to do it. And they received from Moshe all the offering which the sons of Israel had brought for the work of the service of the sanctuary, with which to make it. They kept bringing freewill offerings to him every morning. All the wise men who performed all the work of the sanctuary, each came from his work which he did. And they spoke to Moshe, saying, the people have brought much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded to make. So Moshe gave command, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman make anything else for the offering for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing, for the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and too much. That was Exodus 35.30 through 36.7. Today our portion from the prophets is 2 Kings 14. 
In the second year of Yoash, son of Yoahaz, king of Israel, Amatsyahu, the son of Yoash, king of Yehuda, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Yehoadin of Jerusalem, and he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, yet not like his father David. He did according to all that Yoash his father had done. However, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. As soon as the kingdom was established in his hand, he killed his servants who had slain the king, his father. But the children of the murderers he did not put to death, according to what is written in the scroll of the Torah of Moshe, as the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers shall not be put to death because of the children, and children shall not be put to death because of the fathers, but every man shall die for his own sin. He killed ten thousand Edomites in the Valley of Salt, and took Selah by war, and called its name Yochtiel to this day. Then Amatsiahu sent messengers to Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let us confront each other. And Jehoash, the king of Israel, sent to Amatsiahu, king of Yehuda, saying, The thistle that was in Lebanon sent to the cedar that was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as wife. Then a wild animal that was in Lebanon passed by and trampled down the thistle. You have indeed struck Edom, and your heart has lifted you up. Enjoy the glory of it and stay at home. For why should you meddle to your harm that you fall, even you and Yehuda with you? But Amatsiahu would not listen. So Yehoash, the king of Israel, went up, and he and Amatsiahu, king of Yehuda, looked one another in the face at Bet Shemesh, which belongs to Yehuda. And Yehuda was defeated by Israel, and each man fled to his tent. Yehoash, king of Israel, took Amatsiahu, king of Yehuda, the son of Yehoash, the son of Ahaziahu, at Bet Shemesh, and came to Jerusalem, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, four hundred cubits, and he took all the gold and silver and all the vessels that were found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house, the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoash, which he did, and his might, and how he fought with Amatsiahu, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jehoash slept with his fathers, and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. And Yerovam his son reigned in his place. Amatsiahu, the son of Joash, king of Judah, lived after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel, fifteen years. Now the rest of the acts of Amatsiahu, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? They made a conspiracy against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish, but they sent after him to Lachish and killed him there. They brought him on horses, and he was buried at Jerusalem 
with his fathers in David's city, all the people of Yehuda took Azariah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in the place of his father Amatziahu. He built Elat and restored it to Yehuda. After that, the king slept with his fathers. In the fifteenth year of Amatziahu, the son of Yoash, king of Yehuda, Yeroboam, the son of Yoash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria for forty-one years. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of Yeroboam, the son of Nevat, with which he made Israel to sin. He restored the border of Israel from the entrance of Hamat to the Sea of the Arabah, according to the Lord, the God of Israel's words, which he spoke by his servant, Yonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, who was from Gat-Hefer. For the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel, that it was very bitter, for all, slave and free, and there was no helper for Israel. And the Lord did not say that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. So he saved them by the hand of Yeroboam, the son of Yoash. Now the rest of the acts of Yeroboam and all that he did, and his might, how he fought and how he recovered Damascus and Hamat, which had belonged to Yehuda for Israel, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Yeroboam slept with his fathers, even with the kings of Israel. And Zechariah his son reigned in his place. That was Second Kings chapter 14. Today, our portion from the writings is Psalm 124 and Psalm 125. A Song of Ascents by David If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us up alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the proud waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped like a bird out of the fowler's snare. The snare is broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. A Song of Ascents Those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but remains forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, from this time forward and forevermore. For the scepter of wickedness will not remain over the allotment of the righteous, so that the righteous will not use their hands to do evil. Do good. Lord, to those who are good, to those who are upright in their hearts. But as for those who turn away to their crooked ways, the Lord will lead them astray with the workers of iniquity. Shalom be upon Israel. That was Psalm 124 and 125. Today's portion from the Apostles is John 18. 
When Yeshua had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden to which he and his disciples entered. Now Yehuda, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Yeshua often met there with his disciples. Then Yehuda, having taken a detachment of soldiers and officers from the chief Kohanim and the Pharisees, came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Yeshua, therefore, knowing all the things that were happening to him, went out and said to them, Who are you looking for? They answered, Yeshua of Nazareth. Yeshua said to them, I am he. And Yehuda, who betrayed him, was standing with them. So when he said to them, I am he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Who are you looking for? And they said, Yeshua of Nazareth. Yeshua answered, I told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way, so that the word might be fulfilled which he spoke. Of those whom you have given me, I have lost none. Then Shimon Kepha, having a sword, drew it, struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol, and cut off his right ear. And the servant's name was Malchus. Then Yeshua said to Kepha, Put the sword into its sheath, the cup which the Father has given me, shall I not surely drink it? So the detachment, the captains, and the officers of the Judeans seized Yeshua and bound him, and led him to Anas first, for he was the father-in-law to Caiaphas, who was Kohen Gadol that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Judeans that it was expedient that one man should perish for the people. And Shimon Kepha followed Yeshua, as did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the Kohen Gadol, and entered in with Yeshua into the court of the Kohen Gadol. But Peter was standing at the door outside. Then the other disciple who was known to the Kohen Gadol went out and spoke to her who kept the door, and brought in Kepha. Then the maid who kept the door said to Kepha, Are you also one of this man's disciples? And he said, I am not. Now the servants and the officers were standing there, having made a fire of coals, for it was cold. They were warming themselves, and Kepha was with them, standing and warming himself. The Kohen Gadol then asked Yeshua about his disciples and about his teaching. Yeshua answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in the synagogues and in the temple, where the Jews always meet, and I said nothing in secret. Why do you question me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Behold, they know the things which I said. And when he had said this, one of the officers who stood by slapped Yeshua with the palm of his hand, saying, Do you answer the Kohen Gadol like that? Yeshua answered him, If I have spoken evil, testify of the evil. But if well, why do you strike me? Then Anna sent him bound to Kaifa, the Kohen Gadol. Now Shimon Kepha was standing and warming himself. Therefore they said to him, Are you not also one of his disciples? Are you? Then he denied it and said, 
I am not. One of the servants of the Kohen Gadol, being a relative of him whose ear Kepha had cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Kepha therefore denied it again, and immediately the rooster crowed. Then they led Yeshua from Kaifa into the praetorium, and it was early, and they themselves did not enter into the praetorium, that they might not be defiled, but might eat the Pesach. Then Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If this man were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your Torah. Therefore the Judeans said to him, It is illegal for us to put anyone to death, that the word of Yeshua might be fulfilled which he spoke, signifying by what kind of death he should die. Then Pilate entered into the praetorium again and called Yeshua and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yeshua answered him, Do you say this by yourself, or did others tell you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief Kohanim delivered you to me. What have you done? Yeshua answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would fight, that I would not be delivered to the Judeans. But now my kingdom is not from here. Then Pilate said to him, Are you a king then? Yeshua answered, You say that I am a king. For this reason I have been born, and for this reason I have come into the world, that I should testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Judeans and said to, him, to them, I find no fault in him, but you have a custom that I should release someone to you at Pesach. Therefore, do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all shouted again, saying, Not this man, but Barabba. Now Barabba was a robber. That was John or Yohanan chapter 18. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Hebrews 8 today also. And so now we've come to the end of the episode and this special little moment where I want to bring forth a prayer request from someone who is asking that we stand with them in prayer. Um, if you have sent in a prayer request and you notice that we haven't read it yet, it just means that we have quite a few and so we're taking them by order of how they came in and just keep listening and one of these days your request will be the one that goes out and um, I know for me and for others who are even writing in and saying that we're praying with you and we're praying with that person you know it is our privilege to stand with you in prayer so today we have a prayer request from Shannon who is asking for prayer for a young friend. She is a five-year-old little girl who is having a strange reaction in her eyes, causing her to have styes and eye infection that hasn't responded to treatment. So they're asking that we please pray with them for healing for this precious five-year-old young lady. 
So again, I just want to encourage you if when you sign off from this podcast, from this episode, and before you go to do the next thing, if you feel so prompted, take a moment to play, pray for this little girl. And I'm going to do the same. And don't forget, if you want to send in your prayer request, um, you can make it anonymous or put your name on there, whichever you prefer. You can email us at uh, dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or find us on Instagram. We are there at dailybreadmoms and you can just DM us on Instagram as well. And it is our privilege and honor to stand with you in prayer and to let all the other listeners know so that they can pray with you also. Because God answers prayer and it has a lot of power when we stand with each other and support each other in prayer. That's it for me. Thank you for listening and please remember to pray for the little girl and her eyes. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.